I'm going to talk to you about off the record. Uh, Brian, have you ever gotten a parking ticket? Yes. Have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Yes, I have. Which is worse to deal with? Oh, a speeding ticket for sure. So bad. Parking tickets are pretty easy. You just mail it in. Right. Not so easy. Not usually going to fight it. Exactly. Have you ever fought a parking ticket? No. Have you ever fought a speeding ticket? Have you ever wanted to? Yes, I've wanted to. I've been too lazy. It's too much work. Way too too much work. Mm -hmm. And it's like you got to see the cop in court often. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to do that. And you have to go to the place where you got the ticket, the county. The biggest thing is you got to wait in lines. A lot of the worst lines in the world. I attempted to fight a ticket one time. The line was two hours at 8 a.m. Whoa. And it was just degenerates in the whole place. Who has two hours... In a, on a weekday to fight a ticket. Only people without jobs. And can you imagine that line? Go check out offtherecord.com. This is how it works. You snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer. You don't pay the traffic ticket. I don't know. It's amazing. It's Sounds magic. like magic to me, yeah. Yeah, and if you enter code AWESOME currently, uh, you also get a nice little discount. So go ahead and use the service. Super easy, as Warren said. And if you don't win, you don't pay. Wow. Offtherecord.com. Thank you. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While well Awesome. My name is Warren. My name's Brian. And I'm Lane. We are once again without our fearless leader. <laughs> Uh, Artsky's uh, not not feeling well. What happened if uh, we all followed Art? What do you mean? What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. Like, if Art was the leader Uh and he was just buying all these cars and we were kind of like living in his Uh, image, you know, like he was leading the whole thing. Like, he was the the top dog at the high school clique or whatever. Yeah. And we were like just doing our best to like flip all this stuff. And I mean, that would be a crazy, crazy world. (laughs) You'd have to keep up with him. Yeah. No one's been able to do that and live. No. People have just been dying. Yeah. Right. Anyways, Art was not feeling well today. Um, He rarely misses a podcast, but he had to tonight. And uh, I'm sure he'll have a good story next week. Great. Amazing story. You guys get ready for that. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) We'll tell you how long it is. You can fast forward through. I I hope you're feeling better, Art. We miss you. I like Lane kicking a man while he's down right there. <laughs> this guy's making fun of him when he's saying he can't make it. <laughs> Whatever, dude. He expects it. It's funny. <laughs> so Lane hate works. Yep. It's funny. <laughs> he loves it. You love it. He loves it, dude. You Trust can't do me. any better than me. <laughs> He loves it. It's, it's like the whole abusive like, girlfriend yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, she, has, like, she likes it. I only yell at him because I love him. <laughs> I'm only making him throw 500 pitches after practice because he needs it. Those yeah, bruises that. make him stronger. The world is hard. Yeah, exactly. The world is hard. I'm preparing <laughs> him for life. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Welcome. Sunday, Sunday edition. Sunday edition. Sunday we edition are. where we freeform talk about cars for two hours. That's uh, right. Probably not. Yeah. I should probably address the uh, burned elephant in the room. I posted on Instagram that... My shop burned down over the weekend. Um, this happened two days ago, and mm-hmm. 
pretty crazy. Um, don't know exactly what happened, but it was a Sunday morning. No one was around, and something caught on fire. Electrical, not quite sure. Um, in the building somewhere, and it got crazy fast, as most automotive repair shops can do with a lot of chemicals and such. Um, so yeah, kind of dealing with that. Pretty major. Pretty major. Um, Burned to the ground, as, not just like a section. It's the whole thing. Is it ruined. went up and was completely yeah. ruined for sure. And then in the afternoon, they decided to tear the whole building down because it was unsafe uh, to leave it. And while I kind of understand that, I wish we had a little bit of time to go in and take some pictures of certain tools and such for insurance purposes. But this, I understand, is the way it goes. So I know a few people, a lot of people have reached out and been super awesome in that respect um our buddy racing ali said it's happened to him twice Dang. and uh it's a major major ordeal and you know it's not my home it's not even my business i, I was the manager of this business but um it is livelihood and kind of a way of life for you know most of your waking hours and then that is now gone so there'll be a little a lot of uh, questions and stuff but uh did want to say thanks to all the listeners and and folks on Instagram to reach out and uh that was very cool and hopefully I won't need any major uh hookups or you know handouts and things will be all right but uh definitely appreciate it so that is where things are at as of now um you know that's how it goes mm-hmm. sorry to see you go that's yeah pretty gnarly yeah so maybe we'll we'll get back in action soon, but it sounds like we'll have a little bit of time off to concentrate yeah. on the Driving Awesome podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like we're going to do a trip to SEMA. Ten a week. <laughs> this is Cars Yeah by Driving Awesome. Podcast, uh, podcast, podcast. And then a uh, trip to SEMA, and then we're going to do a Cars and Coffee. Yep. November 10th, Whale right. City Bakery in Davenport, California. Yeah, we haven't had one in like three months. Been busy. Uh, November 10th. Right on your calendars, we might do a cars and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Most until, we, likely. until we find out something else is going on. No, yeah. uh, that's that's the plan. So November tenth, uh, rain or shine. Yep, we didn't mention it on the Thursday edition, but Berkeley's having a cars and coffee. As you're listening to this, it's already happened or it's whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. But uh, I know, might be happening. I know Alex doesn't really like a lot of ahead of time mm-hmm. propaganda, but propaganda. <laughs> we could always Doing it. advertising after the fact is always <laughs> a good way of that's keeping his it low. ideal <laughs> yeah. advertising. I think uh, Graham Hager motorsports is having something on Sunday as well or oh, Saturday. Dang. I forget. I haven't been there. Brian has, I have, it's cool. And it sounds big perfect. lot too. And it's like, you know, nicely, nicely paved. And uh-huh. all that it sounds stuff. It's so perfect. It is. Yeah. Aren't they doing some like food thing too? I don't know. Oh. Whatever it is, it'll be organized as ice. It'll be, yeah. yeah, organized as ice. Yeah. Um, I heard that garage is super organized. Yeah. It's I pretty clean. It I bet it is. A lot of 928s. Uh, mm-hmm. So how are you guys doing? Um, project car updates in general? Mm. I, know I don't we have, have any project car updates. I don't really either. I put wiper blades on the van again. Hell yeah, dude. That was... I, wiper blades are one of those things that my my friend at work and I would always joke around about that. It was one of the most stressful things to deal with because inevitably you're doing it 
spur of the moment in, in the rain, rain. <laughs> no not in the oh, rain okay. but you're doing it in front of the customer oh and it's yeah. always a very tight little connection yeah, yeah. A little plastic clip and one key is when you take the old blade off slowly gently place the wiper arm back onto the glass while you mm -hmm. get the other one ready do not leave the wiper arm up oh, because yeah. if, oh, it, glass, if yeah. it hits it if anything hits it yeah, it's going to yeah. slap against the windshield and yeah. shatter it or crack it or whatever it or has just happened. make a loud noise if you're lucky it, it will crack a windshield for sure and that is really rad when you're going for the mm -hmm. old like as a shop you know owner your profit margin there is about four dollars and <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah not including labor how about yeah. the cars that you can't do that can't do pick mean? up the wipers oh yeah so crazy dude yeah, our, our jeep you can't do that it's under they the cowl lift all the way up yeah they hit the cowl. hood yeah or the hood yeah right yeah which is ridiculous to me rear wipers are oftentimes like that they don't articulate oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the, yeah, way, yeah. the plastic common, arms yeah. and stuff so you almost have to like break the old one off to get them out Wiper blades suck, but uh, it is stuff. nice having new ones. Well, now your shop's gone. You were supposed to get me wiper blades, remember? Oh, shit. Like three months ago, Sorry, you were dude. in my GTI, and that's you're like, a, dude, you need wiper blades. I'm gonna huge... get you, I'll get you some. Dude, you should have reminded me this time. I had your car for like three <laughs> I days, dude. dude. I thought you would convenience recognize it. Actually, I wouldn't have had your car with the shop going. I got it on a Saturday. The shop burned down Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would not have Good had thing it. you didn't do that wiper blade change. It would have been there overnight, maybe. <laughs> overnight? <laughs> I don't know. You know it's a big job. You know, you had to take them off. No, I didn't say it was a big job. It was a pain in the ass job. It's always like you're fidgeting with little yeah. fucking plastic well, because they are all slightly different they are and they're like different. all creative ways like crafty ways of clipping it in yeah and... they're confusing as all hell it's like they make these, they're almost yeah. all universal so they come with different attachments for yeah. different cars. you don't know which one to use you're yeah. kind of weird even if you have the right one it's not quite right and yeah. It, yeah and the bar is like super low for failure like you can't blow it when you, you know you have to get the wiper blades right yeah right? if it's you're struggling with possible that thing but yet it is tricky it's that and light bulbs and someone's like oh, i have a tail light out can you just throw uh, one yeah. in and you're like oh yeah no problem and then it's like take out the trunk liner right. remove the tail light take out the little fastener get the socket out and you know then it's do you have the right bulb is it really the bulb that's the issue wait press the brake lights wait, turn signal <laughs> no reverse light oh yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so along the same later. lines when when i used to when i sold subarus we you would sell these like subaru things during the sale like um auto dimming mirrors and that the car wouldn't have an auto dimming mirror but you'd have to put so as the but salesman was it electric yeah auto dimming yeah. or was it like a electric, gel inside electric. of it yeah so you'd have to install the auto dimming mirror so you'd have to go out there take the old mirror out put fuck the new that. one on auto dimming mirror as they just bought the car oh, and you're that. out there with a screwdriver oh. in a on the in, window in slacks and a button up and you're doing an auto dimming mirror install that's ridiculous or roof racks wouldn't they tell you that before they pick up the car like they'd say, oh, well, a lot of times people, it would be the same day. 
I would say make a service appointment. And Dude, come back. you know how hard that is? Like it it's always stressful. Oh, it's the worst. That sounds terrible. And then imagine you throw that on top of it. You're like you're trying to get the car out and you you're getting it to detailing so they can clean the car. Like just and then adding you get oil it, in front and of the And they're customer. they're sitting there like, What the fuck's taking so long as uh, you're installing their auto doing mirror? By the way, having like the worst experience of their life, which is sitting through. Oh, financing of course. And, all and that, they just had to get like get out talk, of there. they just had to get like some guy was just telling them how they needed undercoating or something. Yeah, right. That's bad. I didn't yeah. know you had to do that. That's ridiculous. That yeah. should be a service. And there was a few other things like that. There was the um the covers on the back, like oh the dog, the dog guards. We'd have to put those in, and then also roof racks. Jesus. So if the car didn't have roof racks, you put the rails on and do all that stuff, dude. And you're opening the boxes, and you know it's all like it's just like it's the same thing you're talking about, like under pressure customers standing there watching you do the whole thing totally. and you're on trying not to like car. scratch their brand new car that's everything's even, perfect and they want it perfect yeah yeah uh that's that's horrible <laughs> that's terrible. yeah even adding oil to someone's car they're always watching and mm -hmm. you know it's you know even if you have a funnel you're like kind of of course you know, you're probably risk. gonna mess up still yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's always a pain in the ass but you know don't have to worry about that anymore Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then with yeah, the auto doing mirror, you have to like you have to re you have to calibrate it. So after you do it, you have to go like drive it. So a lot of times you take the customer with you because you don't uh, want to take their car. And you're like, okay, we need look, we're gonna recalibrate it so it knows north. Oh jeez. Yeah, it was a whole because it had the it had that in the mirror as well. I can't believe that's a dealer installed option. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and that that's the way it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sucked. Yeah. That sucks. That would definitely and be the a sales pilot. guy has to do it. That's yeah. the other. That's so messed up, like right? Pull it, you'd pull it into the shop. Right. It's in the back. Yeah, but they... but we're free labor. Salespeople are free labor. Right. Sure. Because all a salesperson gets paid is per sale. Yeah. So it would you costs get a, nothing. Would you get a cut of that mirror? No. Like they buy this three hundred dollar mirror and you get thirty bucks. Uh -huh. God damn, that's a kick in the old nuts. Yeah. yeah. I would just say, ah, you don't want that mirror. <laughs> Yeah. A salesperson's a pretty bad job. Yeah. Pretty shitty job. I know. And they always entice you with like, oh, you can make ten grand a month. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. All yeah. yeah, definitely. And then you're putting up balloons, you're like blowing balloons and stuff. Yeah. Putting up signs that say right. like sale. Yeah. yeah. Man, this is pretty like shitty job. Dude. <laughs> stickers on And you windshield. literally like make zero dollars that day. Stickers on windshields. And you're having to put up stickers on windshield. Yeah. As yeah. like other people are like taking people on test drives and selling cars. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> awful. Doesn't sound great. I wonder why you didn't do it very yeah, long. Yeah, I lasted eleven months. But then there's people that do it for their whole life. Yeah. And I was internet manager, so I was like, I got like, other pretty quickly. So I was like in my office a lot, and I had like I was able to like tell people yeah. to do stuff, which made it better. But like, and because a lot of sales started coming in that way, exactly, right? it was like the right place to be in a dealership. Totally. So I could like kind of be in my own place and do that stuff and kind of say like oh i'm not going to do balloons you know stuff yeah. like that but are you uh, like... familiar with car gurus yeah you ever use it uh i'm trying to think of my shop what is, what cars it's just another auto trader uh, cars.com kind yeah. of deal i feel like um, we used to like advertise it's with pretty them, new maybe. or at least it's or maybe it's one of the other ones yeah it's, uh, there's it's... auto by tell there's yeah. like uh this one is all about the um, fair deal, good deal, bad deal. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. So it just takes the price and condition and mileage, and then it says this is a good deal on this car. This, this is, is for used cars. Yeah, uh, or even very, you know, very slightly used cars. And uh, 
and then it'll say like bad deal, seventeen hundred dollars overpriced. It might is it not brand new cars too, or uh, maybe it is. I just looked at used cars, but it's all mo- really modern stuff. And I swear, man, if you're not in that world as a used car, unless you have something really special, yeah, you're no margins. It's kind of like Yelp in the fact that they sort of it's like a mafia. Like you, if you don't follow by these prices, um, you're not going to sell a car. If all of your cars are bad deals, mm-hmm. you're going to sit on them for a long time. Yeah. So the dealership next to my old shop would swear by that basically. And unless it was something special, like very rare color and packages and you could say, okay, well it's, yeah, it's a bad deal compared to other similar cars, but this one has X, Y, and Z. Yeah, so, interesting. And so try just, and find that. Car so they right. would be trying to price their cars to be all good deals, right? Or so fair that drives the fair drives deals. the prices down. Yep, it's crazy, right? And yeah, then that other, is pretty crazy. Then you have dealers competing against each other. Yeah, and the only thing you would have going for you is if your car was closer to the buyer, and instead it says like you know 100 miles away is a better deal. It's like, well, yeah, but you got to drive 100 miles and deal with that. So you you know there's some. It's interesting. I know it's a whole new thing. Right, uh, that it's super tool. consumer friendly, but it feels bad for some reason. I don't I know. know why. I know. I don't know either. It's well, interesting. You don't even know. I lost. We lost so many deals over like two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks total, like for the price of the car. Total to like a dealership in San Jose, <laughs> and you're so like, crazy. dude, you live you like live three blocks away. That's pretty ridiculous. And they're going there to save $300. That's really weird. And they have to go there with someone else. Someone has to drive them. Yeah. And then if something goes wrong. Yeah, exactly. You got to go back to San Jose. Yeah. For us is like 45 minutes. So So I've got two kind of project car updates. So uh, Christina had a couple friends in town, two Lindsay's. Uh, they two Lindsay's, two Lindsay's. Okay, makes it easy. Yeah. Do they have um, uh, Lindsay A, Lindsay B, or no? It's, oh. You just know context. You know Dustin Adams, D A. Yeah. There was a when he was in college, they had friends D A, D B, and D C. Oh what? Dusty B, Dusty C. Wow. <laughs> Dusty A. Wow. That's pretty crazy. I saw a picture of them all three together. Where did they go to school? Chico. Yeah. We actually have that at work. We have four Brian's. Whoa. <laughs> they are they regular? on the Y, right? No, two Y's, two I's. And all regular. (laughs) Do you have a diet, Brian? Do you have a vegan, Brian? I don't, I honestly don't know. Whoa. I don't think those guys, right? I don't don't think a vegan, Brian. Fucking. No, we, we, uh, you know, we're, we're a crew. Okay. You're just four of you stick together. The Brian's Brian's think like the Bob's. It does happen sometimes. I didn't know you were meeting with the Brian's. Um, so the Lindsay's are in town and, uh, Christina just takes the Skylark and they mob around and they had a super fun time. Didn't even tell you, huh? No, they, yeah, they did. <laughs> That's cool. Um, cause Christina saw me driving it. She's like, I want that. So she jumped. Sounds jumped like a Christina move. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> before she took it, I was, uh, I, I was using it kind of as a pickup. Like we were just doing some work down a little bit. <laughs> <on that. laughs> I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not not shit. in the previous uh, oh, podcast sense where I was actually loading stuff in the car. It was just the trunk's big, and it's like kind of, you know, I can I can haul stuff up and down. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I was taking some dead time to look into the taillights a little bit, and I even called uh, uh, John Jesse to get some opinions. I you know ba- I I didn't I didn't get anywhere with it, but I did con- you know I was just getting the voltmeter out. I didn't have a ton of time on it, but I saw that I'm not getting voltage. 
for the the taillights and you know i'm like i mean I, I was calling john and i was like i'm like super mystified at this point you know it goes into a big wiring harness and i you know how am i supposed to tell and really you know he walked me through but really it's just the end so it's somewhere you know is up behind the dash is basically yeah. where it's happening it's not going to be in the long stretch most likely you know un under the carpet um and so it's just a matter of one like seeing what you know there's a lot of different things on that circuit like what blows the fuse specifically like is it when you turn the blinker on or when you turn the lights on what is it mm -hmm. and so getting into that detail would be good and he said commonly it's the combo switch that goes out and yeah. so that's a good place to start yep um so but that's not a real project update uh the other not real project update is um something i haven't talked about uh on the podcast yet but my buddy matt at work who listens what up matt um he's been in the market for what a up, car matt? uh something fun <laughs> so yeah i mean he's kind of like we've kind of like infected his brain a little bit good god <laughs> yeah regular brian's he's surrounded well no it's not just me i mean he's listening to you guys too so yeah. he gets the whole mix um uh but so you buy he's a... got he's got he bought he, he has a mazda 3 wagon from uh, a lease wait that's... is it a mazda 3 hatch uh hatch yeah mm -hmm. um and he bought it or leased it before he had this current job and mm -hmm. this his current commute is just like way longer than it was previously. So he's like quickly burned out all the miles. And so he's looking for something to just, um, uh, be able to drive owning it rather than being on this lease. And so we were looking at, uh, E nineties a lot and we got super heavy into it. Uh, it was kind of like we were looking together. We had our BRZO searches, and um looking for good cars and and the idea was uh just buy you know kind of like warren what you're always preaching is just buy the buy the good one right mm -hmm. like pay a little extra up front get something with a lot of good history that's got the service done and so we were looking for those and uh you know long story short went through like five different PPIs on cars that look good. Jeez. but when you do the when you do the research and you see what the big ticket items are uh cars look good they still needed the big ticket items which is like the, the valve cover gasket and oil pan gasket the cooling system on the bmws is always a thing um mm -hmm. and all of that adds up to like you're looking at because you have to pull the subframe to do the the oil, oil pan. pan gasket so that's like 1500 yeah. bucks right there um you know it all when you when you add that up and then you know it's like the starters go out uh, part of the cooling system thing is water pump and then but it's also the expansion tank mm -hmm. uh, and then you run in they're all like around 100,000 miles so you get some with bad brakes and whatever um, generally regarded as very reliable good solid cars that can run to very high mileage but those are the items that have their replacement intervals and so uh, we weren't able to find one with all of that uh replacement interval taken care of and so it was like you look at these good cars uh sometimes up even past uh over 10 grand and they still need four to six grand worth of work on top of it yeah, and so good. yeah we were uh you know we were searching uh far and wide for them and uh you know he even had ppis done down like in los angeles and all that Jeez. wait and is that 
Okay, I was my brother was talking the other day about getting like an E92 or something, right? Mm-hmm. Replacing his 5 series with something a little newer. Really? But and like a quick search, that was the most frustrating search ever. Why it's, why do you say it's that? It's so many tinted windows and aftermarket wheels and like fifth owner, you know, um I have a BMW like just looking to get out of it. See, I need but, a truck for work. You know, thrash cars, like coops, super thrash yeah, with like with like cheap lowering springs, like just yeah. curbed wheels, like and they're not that old. Yeah, but like, find a nice one. Just kind of, it's hard to find that one, and then you do find the nice one, and it's beige, non-sport package. Sure, you know, and it's one owner kind of yeah. thing. It's I feel like it's a very frustrating car it to is. look for. It, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the and, older... and there's so many out there. Yep. But but the quality is not there. No, I think it's more in the coupes that you see that problem too, which we were avoiding. I mean, I there, were definitely, there were definitely sedans that were modded, and a lot of people do the window tint. Yeah. But it seems like some of them are pretty good. I think um, it's hard to find some cars like that. They have if you're looking for a really nice example, like low mileage, they just don't exist. Yeah, just nobody. Saved yeah, them. people drove them. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. What so it sounds like a pretty pretty frustrating search. It's it, uh, you know in the beginning it's fine. And is that then, the only car? He wasn't having anything else on his radar. Like no, there there were other cars on the radar, and it's ones that we've talked about before. Um, you know he was looking up even to a um, uh, a Porsche Cayman. You know, but he he wanted something that was a little more practical that could carry four people. Yeah. Um, and really was looking for a sedan. Uh. Uh, at the lower end, he was considering um, a used GTI, uh, and so it was kind of a smattering. But you know, looking into the Porsche Cayman stuff, everything is fine, kind of. The like the the weird issues that you see with the 996s and others are uh, slightly different. You know, it's a slightly different, less uh, severe form of the same problems, mm-hmm. um, but it's still there, and you're paying more. You know, like you're in yeah. the fifteen to twenty two. You're going to range. a collector car scene. Yeah, and I mean, it's it, it it sounds like it's worth it. It's a they're they're great cars, but just the the combo of the practicality uh, sacrifice and the fact that it may be looming over your head with this maintenance stuff. And the other thing too, is basically the, all the advice is you have to get one that's got full maintenance records. It's important for the Porsches. If you want, like with those, uh, issues, uh, that can be catastrophic. Like the important thing is you need all the records. Um, and those cars with all the records are top dollar. Yeah. And so really you're not looking at the 15 grand, you know, if, if you're, if you're trying to be careful about it, you, you were really targeting the 18, 19 grand cars. Um, and then on the lower end, uh, with the, you know, like the Mark five, uh, GTIs and rabbits, you know, the GTI is really the one you want, but then at the same time you look at a lot of ads and they have turbo failures. Like people talk about oh, yeah. replacing them and it's not at high mileages. It's yeah, like no. 80, 80,000 miles. Yeah. Audi's the same way, but I mean, that's not the end of the world, but yes, that it's, yeah, it's just this, you know, if you're talking about uh we're, t- we're talking in the range of five to ten thousand dollars you know fixing a turbo on a car is a pretty big chunk of that totally and if it's gonna happen after eighty thousand miles then if you buy one you know anywhere even if somebody's replaced the turbo and then put 
20,000 miles on it, you may run into that again. It's just a little bit sketchy. Um, And then, so the E90 is a newer, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the last of the classic three series, you know, it's before they went with the turbos on all the, all the models. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it is a a well-regarded chassis. Um, Has electric steering though. And water pump. Mm. And it's heavy. It's a heavy beast. Uh, but, uh, you know, the E46 is aging. I mean, that feels like a pretty old car it's now. It's a pretty old and car. And so you're... But it has you, a better interior than E92. Uh, E92 is not I don't know. Bad. I think they're pretty cheap. E90 is pretty good. Cheap. E90 and E92. Yeah, they're okay. I mean, E46 isn't great either. I appreciate that they definitely didn't overdo it with... Uh, buttons and like unnecessary screens and stuff they have a very simple like yeah. radio setup and climate control it is it is a very simple dash yeah and then i mean you get the nav and that is a this huge ugly pod yeah uh and that's the i drive whatever that everybody hates and so totally. it's like you end up looking for these super specific things it's like non-i drive sport package winter package for the heated seats and if you're super lucky you get the fold down rear seat oh which That's is an very, option. very rare. Option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, Same with the uh, E-Classes. Super rare. That's so crazy. I know. That's an option. E-Class sedan. E-Class. E-Class sedan. No, E55. E55 option. too. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? If you're going to go through the development I don't cycle know. of like building. I, yeah. Why, why would you build everybody? two versions? Yeah. It must have been a package or something weird. I don't know. I have no idea. So it, with the BMWs, they have two options. It's the uh, pass through ski Boot, boot which i like or yeah that's also cool yeah. or the fold down thing Definitely maybe it's maybe it's both in some cases too i don't yeah. know oh both would be rad yeah but uh yeah so that was a search and and you know getting in the manual transmission of course too which if you search for autos they're everywhere and and so it, it's funny because we ended up going by like btm motorworks shout out to them I, I i went over and we were chatting with them about like the model in general and kind of prepping that we would maybe bring one over for a PPI. We ended up not finding one in that area to do that, but uh, edge motor works also um, Anthony looked at a couple cars cause they were literally one was right across the street. Um, uh, but you know, those guys, it turned out like people at the shops, like they d- daily drove these cars too. So they had like strong opinion, you know, they knew them well and knew what the fail points were. Control arm Anyways, bush- control arm bushings. So a super, yeah, so bushings are going out. Thumping brakes, right? I mean, because yeah. of the control arm bushings. Yeah, yeah, well, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. So they go... Duh, 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 I duh. actually didn't hear that one. Yeah. But I can picture that. So, long search. I mean, you can imagine going through cars and then to get to, get to the point of doing a PPI, you you think it's a pretty good thing. Um, and then to get burnt, you know, it's like you come back with this huge bill and he was trying lowballs, but it, you have to lowball so far that people just aren't into it. Um and uh so all all of that and we're just like kind of uh chatting where we're discouraged it's like that gem that has all the maintenance done just isn't there and we literally found one uh in oregon everything's there what model it was a it was a 2006 330 manual transmission clean he described every major maintenance item that he had just done so all the numbers that's an e46 no, there was one year only of the E90 that was a oh. 330. Oh, okay. And there's extra, you know, 20 extra horsepower or whatever. Huh. Um, it just didn't have sport seats. It didn't have the sport package. And it's like, well, 
no, that's a deal killer. Like you need the seats and you need the steering wheel and the wheels. And so discouraging, right? Yeah. Uh, then I come in, I, I'm, I'm uh, coming in the office one morning and I see uh, that Will uh, at Dusty Snowman is selling his E46 M3. Super clean car. I've seen it on a couple rallies. Good color. It's a good color, good interior. Uh, dark, he, dark blue. Yeah. Uh, and he had mentioned that he was going to sell it previously. And then he's like, his post was, it was funny. I said, uh, I said I was going to sell this car a while back. And then I was like, no, I love it too much. And then since then I've driven it twice in three months. Like, fuck this. It's, I'm selling it. Right. So it's that morning, you know, that morning I'm like, dude, Matt, <laughs> and he had secretly been considering the E46 M3, uh, I guess, uh, because it does meet a lot of the same things. Uh, and and we he talked did about it. it. It's like he did it. He did it. Yeah. And I was, I, you had texted me, kind of asking some questions about it, and uh, I was like, I mean, that's it's a rad car, excellent owner, and everything, but it's twice the money. But to your point, you're saying you're going to buy a car for six and put four into it and be not quite, you know, twice the money anymore. It's it's right. a smaller gap. It's not twice the money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You look at it like. He was looking at one. It was a 2009. It wasn't the 330, but a 2009 328 that was in great condition and had like 70,000 miles or something. Uh, and or yeah, something less than 100. Um, it was 11,000 is what they're asking and needed four grand worth of work. So yeah. that's 15. And then you look at the jump to this E46 M3, and without saying the price, you know, it's just up there in between 15 and 20. Um, and it's like. You know, it's basically you just find like Will is a good owner. He picked a good car and he's kept up the maintenance over the past year that he's owned it. Um, he's only owned it a year? Only a year. Oh, might have yeah. that. Uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. Yeah, because he sold like a S6 to buy it, I think. Oh, really? I don't Something remember. like that. Yeah. And is it competition package? It has the wheels. No, oh, okay. no that, those aren't factory BMW wheels. Ah. Those are the Apex Arc 8s or so whatever. So one thing, my big question is, He's putting your friends putting too many miles on his Mazda three. So yeah, he's gonna put so that he, many miles he's on this E forty six M three. Twenty thousand a year on an E forty six M three. Seems crazy. Seems kind of wrong. I what? mean, because of the collectability of the car. No, just you're gonna run into all the the van Vano stuff. You're gonna have a I need carbon to... build up. Like all you're gonna have all those things. It's like that seems like a car you that's your play. That's your like toy once a week driver of the office car and then is go it his it. only car yeah it's his only car i mean if you're doing twenty thousand miles a year that wouldn't be definitely would not be my choice well it takes me back to the um what's his name your previous business partner who was driving the 190e mm -hmm. or whatever you know and maybe yeah. that's asking too much of it but you know i don't know like at the same uh like yes the vano there are maintenance intervals on it i mean it's also and it's like, like the vano stuff is a thing but yeah. uh you know it's christmas like christmas tree of lights going off all the time like uh, you're just gonna it feels like you're gonna but run I mean, into compared, a lot of stuff. compared to compared to an e90 I, I don't think it's gonna be that different i kind of agree with you it's got the same same issues so. yeah you think like a normal like a 328 i e90 would have the same issues it's going to be a little bit so more much expensive. more motor shit it's going to be more expensive but it's going to be the same intervals i think Twenty thousand miles is twenty thousand miles on those engines and oil leaks will be your nemesis but 
but that's the same with the other ones. And so it's like, it's kind of, it's making this decision like, you know, and, and, you know, and he can get out at any time too. Like, here's the other thing is it's like, you put a lot of money into an E90, which I am myself considering doing it at the end of my e-golf lease you know you put a lot of money into an e90 and you're not getting that out right that's true you this, feel better this, spending your money but you're also one, like, it's like you're you know you you what's this commute it's like? gonna hold it's shitty it's like uh 280 shit manual mm-hmm. 280 m3 guy all right well i guess you'll just have to find reasons to use it outside of the commute because that's what it's for right? well yeah i mean that's kind of like other a thing, thing too is, right like you know, the reason why he's looking at at uh Cayman or you know all of these cars are manual he's just like you know he's kind of been into cars for a long time but never really gotten deep and um so it's you know he does live in an area where we have roads and totally just is he's making the non-tan cam choice basically. yeah i kind of like the idea of a not a beater but a uh an m3 that is just you don't care as much that it's an m3 it's you're buying it for all the cool stuff and then maybe yeah, once just, in a while you get to go rally a, it yeah i mean it's like you know he's gonna spend a fair amount on any car yeah so like why not have spend one that's time fun and that he you know he can kind of get into i it. guess it's my like thing his, is you're not most of that most of the miles you're putting on it aren't fun miles no you're right so you're well, gonna so run what, into a lot alternative of alternative though so i mean another thing worth mentioning is he, a, he can't do a two-car solution what? he lives in a house where they literally don't have space he's like daily city or something and there's they have several, you know, several people in the house where he basically he was looking at doing a two car thing, street parking but he can't do it. Like yeah. they just don't. The way that they have to do the car shuffle and everything, like you know, I don't, I don't know all the details about it, but basically like, he like, wanted to do two car, but it's just not feasible because he totally could. You I know, he could have kept his car. I feel like that'll be a pain in his like backside at times, especially as well, one. So car, what, a yeah, what car would you solution. suggest, Lane? Dude, it's really hard without doing a two-car solution. I mean, I, that's that's like the dilemma we've all gone through when we have commutes and stuff. But yeah, so you you end up like your commuter is kind of your a little bit of your beater, and and you want it to be like not have those. You know, he's gonna run into some issues, dude. Like he's gonna have some check engine lights and some stuff oh, yeah. happening. You know, like I mean that would have to take it in, yeah, and that's with any any of those cars though i well yeah exactly that's what yeah. i'm saying it's yeah. it's a very like that but and if you're putting twenty thousand miles you're you're literally like just driving on the worst roads in the bay area i think it could be, pretty, it could be a dude. fun experience i mean it's a great car so hopefully Ooh, what's happening dude yeah hopefully he finds some uh alternate routes and uh can enjoy some weekend weekend fun too in that car um and like you said yeah, he doesn't well, have I mean, to be I'm, in it i'm for... super curious like what what lane's solution is because you haven't really well said i think it. i think the solution i mean be... my solution i don't have a solution i'm saying two car solution is my solution but if you can't pull that off you can't pull it yeah. off maybe it's keeping the an m3 somewhere you know finding another place to keep it and just like buying an old like a, a, a I really don't know. I mean, my solution, I can tell you what my solution was. My solution was buying a brand new car yeah. and driving That's it, what he's comparing you know, to. Because so, he was looking at like the Mark 7 GTI yeah, as so like a great solution. My, my solution was buying a brand new car with a warranty. Which is... And, and running through and have, owning them for four years or something. I will say that, uh, you know, every time I've been in Lane's car and then borrowing it for the last few days, 
It's kind of like the perfect solution. It's nice. It's super like nice. Your yeah, e -golf, I mean, I, and I, I know mean, from the e-golf, right. it's, and yeah, it's I, solid. 280, I want Bluetooth. I want all that stuff. And it feels yeah. like a very modern, luxurious car uh, for a GTI. I mean, you get in it, and it has everything you really need, Yeah, including fucking tartan seats, manual oh, transmission. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty crazy package for the price. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do understand where he's coming from too, because that's like my dilemma always too. Is like you don't want to buy the normal E ninety, or have, then when something does happen to that car, you're like, "Fuck, do I really want to put money the into deal. this?" It's really the same. And deal. that's the way I was with the Acura. It's like, right. all right, I'm still having to do all this maintenance, but it's a car I don't love, right? Yeah. So yeah, so it's like you might as well buy you're that gonna throw money better car, car. But but yeah. if it ends up being where you're paying, and let's say I'm three pricing, or you know, you have a couple extra things because that is the M motor. It's like it sure, is. No, the there motor, is a lot of stuff, I will, dude. I will absolutely. The motor has some you. issues, dude. The motor, like, the motor can get it a little right. Gnarly. The top end has some stuff, yeah, and they all have vanos. They all have oil leaks. But it has a little pumps. like they have a they had a key issue too. The e, e well, no. So there there the is e a thing with those that you may be talking about, which is like the rod bearing. Rod bearing. So that's a thing that was in 2003. It's an early and a half cars, and supposedly, and this is a 2004, a 2005. So okay. it's it's you know like that that was a concern and so you know as part of the inspection it's like well you know this is, we want to make sure everything's figured out about this yeah thing. so I, I don't know if it's totally eliminated with the later cars but there was some major change yeah apparently. and then you listen you know you have people there's people that have them and you, what's up oh. nothing, nothing um there's people that have them and you definitely like hear about some stuff you know they're not like the perfectly like most reliable no. car and like zach clapin has one who's on smoking tire um i think and it, his is always like he's like it was a good day today no check engine lights yeah, basically comes, he's comes like territory. talks about how like it was a good day you if, might as well if you see a sale on ignition coils exactly buy, buy six of them yeah i mean all that for sure but i think it's a fun choice and like you said he doesn't have to be in it forever and getting on and off like getting on the highway on ramps and revving you know rowing through the gears and having that experience it's gonna be fun for it sure it is fun i just and think then that maybe he can when, come on when the coils go out that one time you're like fuck this sucks ah. and yeah. and then he has to bring it to a shop and then he has so what is he gonna do but coils like, go out on all the all german cars i mean that's i'm just, that's just part but, of it but not a brand new car so sure i'm just so this going is, through yeah, all like, the i mean so stuff. i mean i think what like I'm that hearing, long of a commute is just like is, it's all about getting to work and not having your day fucked with yeah. yeah, that's why you get an RX three hundred for fucking four thousand yeah. dollars, and it it's an automatic. Yeah, I just know up, every time I high and you get shit every mileage. time I have had an issue like on the way to work or on the way back, I'm like fuck this, you know. It's kind of like it's the worst thing that could happen, dude. <laughs> I guess, dude. I mean, yeah. I guess you. It kind of comes to the territory. It's like the guy who daily drives a Volkswagen Beetle. You know, it's all relative to your commute and your what your expectations are. So maybe he's up for a, a little adventure, and I think it's gonna be fun, especially if he now it it opens the door to events and situations that he didn't have before. Right. So can I, or yeah, like that's our cars and coffee in Davenport, right? If he wants to come to that on a Saturday, it's an epic drive in a rad car with 333 horsepower and fucking, you know, an awesome ride. How long do those motors go for? How high mileage have you seen on them? I haven't seen them that high. That's another thing, too. It's like, yeah. how, how many but miles also, can you put that? There's not many that are being driven like a regular E90 yeah. or an E46. Like, there's not 
a ton of people commuting in an M3. So, but I would, I wouldn't be surprised to see 200 out of it. It'd be an expensive 200. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. With clutches and tires and stuff, but you know, brakes, all that stuff. That's the thing about M3s. I mean, yeah, the brake, all those costs are really high too. You get into just more expensive parts. So control arms are different. Brakes are different. Tires are more expensive, but you balance that out with the driving experience and the fun and, and all that. And maybe he drives it for six months and is like, yeah, this is a little too extreme. I mean, and then that's one of the points that I wanted to make too, is like, you know, it's a test. It's like, how do you dip your toe in this water? Yeah. Right. And it's like, this is kind of how you do that. Exactly. Right? You try it out. Like how else? And then if it doesn't work, you, you sell it. Right. And wow. that's one way to go. And I it's mean, like, dude, his real solution is he needs to move closer to work. <laughs> yeah, but lanes on a whole other whole other level here. I mean, change your life, change know, your job. Was he married? You know, he he's not. Kids? He's not solving for having the perfect car setup, right? He's he's not even in this yet, right? Like this is dipping a toe in the water to see what it's all like. So you don't mm-hmm. design your life around cars before well, you even know you're yeah, into it. I mean, like, oh, I thought he was into cars. You said so. If if that's the case, I mean, no, hopefully I mean, this doesn't spoil your your love. You know your your newfound love of cars. It's not like because... he's buying a freaking Alpha or something. It's it's still a German, a good simple car. When you really get down to it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, any German car, you're gonna you're gonna have the same intervals of service and maintenance, and as long as it's on top of it, it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, don't go into it thinking it's, it's a Civic. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, it's eyes wide open. It's like you, yeah. you know any of these PPIs, it's like you see exactly what is needed even on just a regular car that's nothing special. So, um, you know, and it's, so it's definitely like a conscious choice to not be getting a tan cam. Did he get it? Is it, is it here in the Bay Area now? He's picking it up next weekend. Awesome. this weekend. Flying down. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm stuck. Will's in LA, right? Mm -hmm. That's a rad, rad car and uh, even if it's a six month affair, it'll be something to, you know, maybe propel him into the next thing and maybe Lane can coach him on his life, where to live. I'm Ooh. sorry. I have an opinion. Who to, yeah. mar- who to marry? How yeah. many children to have? Sorry. Don't be sorry. We no, need you. Why would you be sorry? Lane? We need your help. It's the only way the world's going to survive. I mean, I just, I know I've been through this before and I, it like taints you on that stuff. Like if you, uh, yeah, but I, I mean, there's part of it. It's like, you know, becoming an enthusiast, right? Like, you don't do that. I like know. I've never I mean, gone I, through becoming him. He can definitely compare directly to a uh, Mark Seven Golf because he swaps with a roommate, and you know they switch cars on a regular basis, and so he has he knows that car. He's driven it. It's a brand new car, and so he knows what that's like. And that's not you know that's not the same as like getting a sports car you know it's it, it's just it is everything good right but it's a little too easy and you kind of miss that sense of occasion that we talk about right of like having a you know this you know it's, it's a sports car yeah and uh well i guess it's mm, not a sports kind car of a sports it's car. like a sports set like a really heavy sports city. yeah it's <laughs> definitely a sports car i wouldn't yeah. say a sports car yeah whatever you're a hater well yeah. it's, it's based on a sedan it's not a sports i know but it's a sports car it doesn't feel like a sports yeah, car I, when you it, drive them yeah sports car isn't the right word but it's, it is it's like it's not a, dude it's I, I think you're gonna classify that on a sports car ask any know. fucking any it's anybody it's special it's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a special car you're gonna say it's just a 
not a sports car. Sports sedan, yeah. No, it's a sports car. Well, it's not a sedan. Well, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's like a, a B coupe, sedan, coupe. like a Dawson B sedan, which is what they call coupe. I mean, yeah, it's a that's coupe of it. a sedan platform. Yes, on yeah. a sedan platform. Whatever, it's a sporty car. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Just why you're such a hater. It. Yeah, it makes it work. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think I think all uh, potential good options out of all of those ones. I, I think you would have to be comfortable. You know, I, I'm talking uh you know mark five uh golf whatever um yeah or or dude any of that used shits yeah you're all gonna you're always gonna run into all that shit or yeah yeah, or a cayman i mean i think i think they would all be fun options that you're gonna put money into all i mean that's i I guess that's my big thing Uh, my big warning is like the it's the commute dude it's that big commute that you're like you're putting all these miles on this car that like all that stuff's gonna like it's gonna creep up on it's not gonna creep up on you it's gonna be there like really fast like brakes are gonna be there you know it's gonna be brakes 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 and that's not like a tiny little bill it's an expensive bill and then there's like a lot of like it's like you know maybe a normal if you're you're your second car if you're your second car you would go through maybe you'd have those maybe those 10 check engine lights in twenty thousand miles whatever it is would you know take three would, years. would take three years that's not a big deal but if it's if it's one year that's like that's every like, every, say other, two, every, every month, month or issue. month or it's three weeks dude i don't know well I, I think like I think, that commute i don't think it's gonna work i, I mean ryan barrett drives his over 17 like every day yeah. i think and i think he, you know and that's the, a, that's a gnarly commute yeah, right exactly. i think the commute he has isn't hard on brakes but i would say get a get a 200 obd2 scanner and do a lot of homework and you'll save yourself thousands of dollars that's all i can tell you yeah youtube every single every single thing that the car is ever going to need someone has documented it on youtube and yeah. there's cheap parts online now dude <laughs> even coils right like yeah super cheap super like, cheap yeah, and yeah. it's not a hard job i mean with yeah. basic yeah, tool basic. set and some patience you'll figure it out i think that's good advice um also i think it's helpful to have uh good shops and oh well both, fuck, both dude. btm and edge or like i you know i personally just have an affinity for like these shops that these guys are racers i mean i literally race yeah. with both of the, the owners of these shops and it's like they it's no bullshit like you know they know these cars really really well and yeah it's like it's not I, cheap I, they're, but... they're they're I mean, I think just understanding that that's a relationship that you need to have and yeah. being able to work with them, whatever's reasonable, like if you're kind of, you know, paying for some stuff and yeah. like picking their brain a little bit. I mean, you know, from what I've seen, they're happy to totally happy to do that. You know, And you don't want help in that way. You don't want cheap. You want, you know, you fair. Want, yeah. Fair service. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, it'll be interesting it's cool because he's definitely excited about it and it's like i don't it, it you know it's it's uh it's nice to see a nice m3 also yeah i mean because there's you know that, that's not what color is the interior i don't remember it's gray 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 yeah that's a rad car i mean just you know zhp shift knob really Hell take it yeah. to the next level man yep. yeah yeah <laughs> kind of that lightweight plastic thing in there Dude, your brother changes yeah, fucking five series. Got his DHP, dude. I'm kind of a little torn on this whole thing. 
He had really nice wood trim and he put I mean, piano really black. Really nice wood trim. It was all cracked and shit. Beautiful. <laughs> all the lacquer was cracked. This is on the fifteen hundred dollar five thirty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Super nice. Nice example he got. Um keeps it clean. Yeah. We did uh drive a special car this last week. Yeah, that's that's worth mentioning. I mean, I feel like it's it's been documented so much because uh we we had a Lancia Delta Integrale on our rally, uh, Coastal Range Rally North. Oh, yeah. And uh, taking many pictures of it. I think Arts had a go in it once or twice before now. He did. Because he, he was up with Sean up at... Yeah, uh, they took it up San, like in the... Marin Headlands yeah. up there. And uh, so our, our buddy Gen uh, loaned us a car... And this is that so red Lancia. It was funny. Someone asked me the year of it. I was yeah, like, it's a ninety one. Yeah, I'm like ninety. That's what 91? I kept guessing too. Yeah, it's like eighty eight. <laughs> I know it's hard to tell. Ninety one Lancia Delta Integrale HF. HF. And it's Don't an ask evolution the HF two, stands right? For. Yeah, it's an Evo two. Because it's and, got the sixteen valve motor. And what does the elephant mean? No idea. Oh, well, didn't we figure this out? I forgot. I don't. I don't oh, remember. I never figured. I never knew. HF. HF. Yep. Yeah, definitely NHL. No, didn't we figure out what that stood for too, right? Did we? I think Art brought it up. Look at, we're really missing Art at this point. And then it has scorpions on the wheels. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's up with that? And uh, How can you have an elephant and a scorpion? And Whoa. What if that was two uh, animals combined? Elephant with a scorpion a tail. scorpion? What would yeah. it be called? Scorpifant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, cool. so Lancia Delta Integrale. Art drove it down from San Francisco, and yeah. he has he has a hot take. I'm sure he loves it. He does love it. He was right about, before we he gave it to you. He's like, dude, I kind of want this. Yeah, he's kind of wanting to buy it. Yeah, and we're like, wow, okay, I don't know because so the reputation on the street is that these are notoriously fickle cars to maintain, and I mean this whole half an hour conversation we just had about an M3. I mean, that, yeah, it's not even comparable. Not right? even, yeah, like, not even close. Right. Obviously it's 35 years old or whatever. And, uh, based on technology from, I don't even know when, um, but it's Italian. It's Italian. So first things first, uh, driving position. Where are, we, where are you guys out on driving so position? Brian supposedly fixed it. You can tilt the wheel. You can. That's what Brian said. Ruben showed me. And does that fix it, though? No, it doesn't fix it. I think fixing it is an I mean, it only fixes it, the it, wheel. It helps a lot. Or it helps so the wheel. When, when I got it, the wheel was bus-like, where you're Basically literally horizontal. only driving on the bottom part of the wheel, which is fine, I guess, but <laughs> kind of <laughs> not great. Yeah. Uh, so when you drop that wheel down, it does, it does make a big difference. But you're still... Another part of the ergonomics is just that you're stomping on the pedals like up and down. Like it feels like. But this, that's like the epitome of regular Brian. Isn't well, that? The, not uh, really, dude. Not I mean, necessarily. So it's dude. how he doesn't. Just because he, he sits really. For, that's I the weird. Like, I just like good visibility. That's why I was I, saying. I don't I don't need to be stomping Brian likes up to and down sit high and forward, but I mm-hmm. think he still likes a wheel in the proper place and yeah. pedals right. to be like normally like it's made for someone with short legs like the distance between uh there's not enough distance for the pedals to like sink back in and then the 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 cabin the steering wheel is not far enough the foot wheel is like not long enough yeah basically so the the pedals are all really close to you and the steering wheel is like horizontal so you're kind of like reaching out at this wheel and you're holding it like you would like 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 you pretending you're driving a bus right so 
Uh, so they call that. And for those the, reasons, I am out. <laughs> that was it. Lane was done there. But they, they call that the Italian ape, where <laughs> short legs, big arms. Oh, really? And yes. your your leg, your knees are above your waist. Wait, what? Your l- knees are up above your waist. Like that. Indian it's style. Me trying to think Crisscross it. applesauce. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you sit, if you're sitting at a chair, you know, pick your pick your knees up by like two inches. Do you say crisscross applesauce or do you say Indian style? Uh, Indian style, Brian. Indian style. Okay, I'm not aware of. I'm not a preschool teacher. This is now they've. That's preschool shit. What preschool? Why do you have to curse? Because I did. They don't say Indian style anymore, Brian. Yeah, crisscross applesauce. It's out. Yeah, that does make sense. Crisscross applesauce. I wish it. Rolled it, off the tongue isn't that awful? Here. Like, just say crisscross. Just get crisscross. Why yeah. do you say applesauce? Yeah, what's up with the applesauce? Because kids love Stupid applesauce. preschool teachers. Whoa. Lane hate to the max. Yeah, I think crisscross is fine. Yeah. Indian style is nice, but now Sit. I do feel a little bad. Yeah, why did we add it. applesauce to why it? Why not just cross-legged? You can't well, say cross-legged, eh, Crisscross is better. Crisscross. <laughs> why can't you say cross-legged? 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 Yeah, that's so hard. You can't do that. Well, I mean, you know you can't. <laughs> That's literally what you tell them. Yeah, sit cross-legged. Crisscross makes sense, dude. <laughs> they make a jump, jump, jump. Yeah. Mac Daddy, yeah, make a jump. So it's K R I S. Exactly. Cross. Yeah, yeah. All right, where were we? Uh, I don't know okay. where we were. Driving, position. Driving position sucks. We're wearing each other's shoes. That's okay. all I remember. It, it does also... have aftermarket seats. It has Recaro's like SP two. Period. I don't know whatever. The period. period confetti seats. They are not uh, the quilted leather. His didn't have leather, fabric, so yeah. it was fabric and it wouldn't, yeah. Which, I don't know if those are any better. Those are good seats, though. Those Ricardo's yeah. are great. No, I'm just um, saying that might hint, like change the driving position a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yes. because I think they were mounted on top. It's like racing side rails. style side rails mounted on top of a slider, which usually that's adding height to the whole setup. Yeah, Got for it. sure. So, uh, first impressions, the, the car looks... Awesome. It's rad. So dude. good. It's dude. super aggressive. It's got mm-hmm. box flares. It's yeah. got a stubby overhang. It's all the looks. All the looks. It's got a weird wing. It's red with martini stripes and it's got everything going for it. The white, right side. White uh, wheels. Mm-hmm. With uh, not the greatest tire fitment. but Yeah, a little stretch on the tire fitment. And I don't know what a, the rally cars ran in period, but uh, very, very cool car. I mean, it got looks everywhere. Um, no one knew what it was and if they did they were really stoked yeah I was telling Brian like I've you know you get a lot of looks in cars I probably never had as many looks as I did in this car but the looks were weird because they're not like you know you drive a newer Ferrari or something like that people were like oh look at that douchebag like fuck that guy yeah then you drive an older car it's like you know old Chevy 57 Chevy or something and everyone's like yeah thumbs up man (laughs) you know kind of thing (laughs) this one they look at you and they stare at you forever they just stare at you until you leave and (laughs) they have questions and you can see like the the big circle come up with the question mark like above them they don't know what they don't they're trying to they don't figure know what out it what it is. It was never sold here. Yeah. Someone Lancias thought went were... up to Brian and started talking about the VW Scirocco he was driving. This is a nice Scirocco. Four-door Scirocco. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a four-door. It's a design. Yeah. So, or the original car was. Excellent exterior design. I think we can all agree it's, I don't know, it's almost like a perfect little boxy Radwood era car. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's great. 
Um, I mean, it's got fender flares. Yeah, the whole. I mean, everything, everything. you would want. Killer yeah. headlights. Uh, all these weird vents. It's weird. Yeah. It's a four door. It's weird as a four door. Yeah. I love that it's a four door. And it's too. like it's it's definitely not as like graceful as a Scirocco or something like Actually, that. Actually, I shouldn't say I love that as a four door. I think it'd be a badass two door. But they made the the race the rally cars. Yep. a lot of them were two doors. Right, and they were kind of funkier looking. They even. were they had a weird uh, hatch angle. Yeah, and, um, big vents. But that's yeah, car. really cool car. It's definitely very like cool, aggressive. And, and then interior wise, the gauges are so classic Italian. Um, there's warning lights for everything. It's in yellow. The speedometer moves one direction. The tack moves another. Yeah, yeah. The gauges. You that it was like really I, I weird. Thought the gauges suck. I was down. I liked. I, I mean, the ex- I they're the really hard to read. <laughs> they're yeah, they're but, off to the right and left where they shouldn't be. Your center focus is just a bunch of dummy lights. Yep. They, it's just a bad design, really. I mean, aesthetically, it's kind of cool looking because it's so jet fighter crazy. But like practicality wise, it's just not a good setup. I was driving my 944 today up the coast, and I'm like, oh my god, look at how like. My tack is so easy to read and has these big numbers, and it only goes till the red line. Dude, yeah, this the thing goes to like so ten thousand RPM, but it red line. The red line is six, six, and the the red line is completely to the left, and then you have all this room of nothing. Yeah, that it's totally like the, mystified the sweep, me. The sweep is really tiny, so it's kind of hard. It's just I don't know. It's not a very. I it's very of, Italian in that. Sense I guess I that, appreciate it for the quirkiness of it. Yeah, I I for the experience sure. of of it and uh-huh. dude it's a lot to keep track of like you're just scanning the gauges left and right there's like tons of gauges so tons many. of lights it's like the, you know, the quantity yeah. over quality how about the of... uh, turn signal the speaker is in the far right uh corner oh, of the oh, car. Is it? I it was that. so weird huh. i mean you hit the turn signal it's like it actually has a speaker well the the clicker is yeah, yeah. in a oh, place weird. over far on the dude, right the stock is interesting too like yeah, there kept... were a lot of functions on that that's stock. i love like all that stuff freaking... i love all that quirky the turn it actually to... had good action like it but yeah. the turn signal notchy. one's like really close and i'd always reach for the other one. Oh yeah the one that's farther back mm-hmm. uh um, well to figure out the brights on that one by the way i had a hard time figuring out a lot of stuff uh it also has the the lock button and then you go that brings you into accessory Mm. So the first time I took the key out, I pressed the little button and turned it all the way. And then the lights light was on, on the dash. I'm like, oh, wait, no. So that's not, that's like accessory, I guess. It's, you actually yeah. just turn the key and pull yeah, it out. Yeah, I had the same problem. The, uh, the other thing is the climate control. You. Climate control is very, it's hard to explain on podcasts, but really oh, that's pretty design. cool. It is cool. You turn this lever and then it, it, has a window. It's almost like, like a numbers. stereo. It's like an AM or stereo radio. or whatever. Like a radio. Stereo isn't the right term. Radio where you're yeah. trying to tune in on an analog yep. uh, yeah. gauge and yeah. it moves the, the needle across the numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Very, nobody does that. I've never seen that before. Never seen it. I kind of love stuff like that. It's yeah. just the little quirky things and the, you know, the door handle is kind of weird and the Yeah, especially shifter. from the inside. The well, the inside, the inside is exactly like a Ferrari 355. It is very similar. It has that. It, it's almost identical. Yep. And then the gear shift has an ergonomic thumb grip uh-huh. on it. But Oh, yeah. It's like an anatomic. It's like a Momo anatomic yeah. thumb. And then how's the, the window switches? Straight up Audi 80, 90, oh, really? A4. I swear, dude. Like yeah. that Probably generation. Like early, it's... L- l- like it started in the late 80s, yeah. the Audi 80s, 90s. I swear it's the exact same switches. And then weird, the rear windows are manual crank. Oh, really? Yeah. I, didn't, I never went back there, so that's hilarious. And yeah. the front windows are kind of hard to get to. You can't. You can only do one at a time because uh-huh. they're spaced. They're on either side of the handbrake. Yeah. So, um, 
dynamically, I mean, I, I didn't drive it a ton, but I did hit one of my favorite, like small back roads, tight, twisty uphill. And it was really good. I mean, it was awesome. And I felt like when the all wheel drive kicked in, it almost felt like it was rear biased quite a bit too it is it is slightly though it's yeah not, it's 53. like 53 47 man it felt like it i mean i dude uh, i was really surprised it did not feel like an all-wheel drive car to me it just like it was it was so low impact like it just yeah kinda, it just kind of did its business like it right you're fly, flying around with a car and it's just doing doing its job but it's very like it it it, it didn't even uh I mean, it wasn't like it didn't feel heavy in any way or like it was like intruding in the driving experience in any way. It just felt like you could t kind of toss the car anywhere and it was just working. Yeah, it. I agree. And the turbo kicked in uh, smoothly. It wasn't a big, you know, kick in the back of the seat or anything. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's only 215 horsepower. Total. I was so surprised like, by that. I thought it was the more. The power is pretty low. Yeah. Down. It's actually pr like more like a modern. So the turbo Evos car. have the same power. Evo 2s. I think it, I think it was. I nope. think there was nothing else besides the Evo 2. When you're talking about the Lancia Delta Integrale, I think it's. It just depends on year. Like the, I don't think there was a non-Evo 2 version the Evo, that year, right? I believe it was, no, not the that year. Evo, right. Yeah, so yeah. the Evo 1 was the previous, oh, and that was the 8-valve motor. Yeah. Okay. It's the like Evo a, 2 is the next iteration. Gotcha. There wasn't like two different versions. So I was, see, I see. As time went on, they got it's more. Just like a Lancer. Yeah, 215 yeah. RS weighs, from what I could see like 2850 to 2950 is you know there there was different yeah. kind of weights yeah so like right around that a little under 3000 pounds dude um, great visibility mm -hmm. i mean for me dry like driving style wise like you know apart from the ergonomics which is not ideal uh just the seating position in that cabin with all the window area and the the size of the car around you where it's mm -hmm. like pretty trim, you know? That's and funny just... because I would say the visibility suck because my head is hitting the roof oh, really? as I'm driving oh, and I'm, so I'm hunched suck. over and my head is just slapping against the roof. Lays, no way, so And bad. I'm trying to look and I'm looking at the top of the windows, the window and I'm kind of looking down. So I was driving like a full on ape. Yeah, that's hard. This thing. That's hard. And it's hard the driving position like really took me out of the car. Like I, I, it really like it made it where I was basically biased from the start getting in the car. Right. I'm like, fuck this car, dude. Like you can't, I couldn't get comfortable. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. When you get in it and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I'm like, no wonder Gen didn't want to take this on the rally. <laughs> like he didn't well, sign we up were, in that thing and Lane, people press, pressured him to take it Lane it's and like, I were joking too is at the end of the rally he again had to get home to San Francisco and he had let our friend Sean and his uh, girlfriend his, yeah. drive his 964 yeah, his RS America RS America and at the end of the rally Ken's like, okay, I'll take the I'll take the RS and drive that home. Yeah. And we're like, oh, no wonder, dude. Because the other thing, and I don't know if this is indicative of the model or just this example, but it rattles like crazy. Right. Interior rattles, the dash. I had to put my thumb at the stereo surround. That was funny that you told me that because literally the whole dash was rattled. No, I know. But if you put your thumb right there, I did do that. It would help. A yeah. Lot. <laughs> And, uh, you know, you hit bumps, the whole thing's creaking and rattling and stuff. But I'm, Lane and I were talking about it. It's like, I mean, this car, uh, Delta. It's based on a is a cheaper Golf. Box, it's an Econobox, like right? A, yeah. yeah, Golf. But, but not even to those an standards. Italian, Italian, Italian Golf. Golf. And so is that what 
are, you're dealing with? Are you basically behind the eight ball when you're designing this car to start with? Because you're dealing with. You are. I'm surprised they they did. I mean, the chassis definitely like shines in this on in this car. It, the I agree. I was um around town. I felt like it definitely didn't like show through a little you know the steering i'm like oh it's pretty it's all right you know it's Mm -hmm. fine felt a little heavier than i thought it would uh and then you take it on some turns and i was trying to explain it to brian but it almost feels effortless it effortlessly goes through turns it hunts apexes yeah it hunts them yeah it never feels like you're not like oh i have to slow down for this turn it's just you kind of go the same speed as you do on the straights yeah and it has tons of just mechanical grip from with the all-wheel drive and everything and uh it's i mean it is really good and in that sense uh the suspension's like too harsh for the road i took it on i ended up just kind of like pussyfooting or like kind of cruising but uh i might almost say it was too soft you think too soft but it was rattling like crazy like like yeah but it it just didn't have the the it was also on big compression it was too soft right but then it was too harsh yeah, it was. I don't know. It made Empire Grade this road right near my house. Um, I'll take you know. I take. I even took the Lotus Elise up there and stuff like that. Yeah, this is by far the roughest. I did not know that road was that rough. Right. Until I drove this car. Yeah. Like, and I was on every a, other I was car. On a fills... Really rough road. Uh, a section that's just totally patchwork and stuff, and it was brutal. Like I couldn't drive the yeah. speed I was thinking I could because it was too rough for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that comes down to tuning and, you know, suspension setup. Yeah. Maybe it could use like new shocks or something. Who knows? You know, and I mean, shocks make a huge difference, right? Totally. If those are a little tired. Yep. Uh, it does have low miles. It's like 20, 26,000 miles or something like that. Yeah. So. But we were thinking probably pretty hard miles. I would, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, that's a car. You don't, you don't drive that car to like coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're, you're going out and having fun in it. Yep. Um, one thing I do have some thoughts because this is not a car, you know, this was never a hero car of mine. Like I, it was never on my radar. So I know this is like a lot of people's like all time, you know, they're yeah. always they're, one, uh, one. new term, new, uh, new term. People use goat, their goat greatest of all time, you know? Mm. Um, but a lot of people are they They like idolize this car. Like it's the Holy grail. It's the best thing ever. Um, I think me not having that at all, I kind of like, I don't feel like I feel I I fully get it. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of get out of it. I'm like, oh, so if I jump in like a first gen bug eye WRX or something, is it? It's kind of like along the same lines, like a Kano yeah. car, all wheel drive, turbo, turbo, two twenty horse, four wheel drive, four four door, four wheel four drive. door. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't. Also, I would say. Like, dude, the exterior is rad. It's just like so, like so many looks, all that stuff. Driving it, you don't see the exterior. You just see a really economy-based interior with some nice seats. Um, and I, I dig, fe- I dig the dash. I gotta say, like, you uh, dig. I mean, I you dig all the rattles and stuff. No, or? I didn't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying design-wise, just squareness of it. Yeah, like the '80s, '90s kind of Italian yeah. weirdness. Sure. Just like I like Citrons or, you yeah. know, it's just the weird, different. But, well, it's but, so different. I, yeah. I, I, I want to let you finish, but I mean, 
the thing is, I mean, the, it's all about that sticker in the back. It's like five WRC championships. Like that is it. Like that. I understand. As far that. as like getting it, like that's the only reason it exists. And yeah. it's like some enthusiasts bought these, but it's not. It's not a car that makes sense in any way for like normal people. Well, that's people. that's what I'm getting at, yeah. dude. It's like it's all about that nostalgia and like loving this. That the yeah. fact that they did win five in a row or right. six in a row or whatever. It was. So you're talking about like nowadays. I'm like just looking why at you would me have driving it, comparing it against contemporary cars and like oh, yeah. an older one the contemporary cars of that era too like um like e30 m3 for example i mean really that's like such a solid like well-built car compared to this thing right i mean it doesn't have the speed this thing has really nice like it has the perfect amount of power i think it's like what we always talk about for like, slow car fast it's that three thousand yeah. three thousand pound 200 horsepower range right. which is a really good like a really sweet spot i think it allows you to like really try yeah and, like, you, you do fun. have to you do have to get on it but you can actually go pretty quick and you but you could also go through the gears and you're not like going crazy fast um but i feel like it lacks a little bit of sense of occasion actually a lot of sense of occasion i feel like the motor is not special it just feels like a it just feels like a you know low compression kind of yeah. low revving Agreed. car engine with a turbo it doesn't sound that great if yeah. sounds your thing you know i mean i know art loves this car sound is supposedly 50% of a car to him. So it just sounds like a, it sounds like my VW GTI or something, you know, it's like, it, there's nothing really going on there. Like and then compared to an E30 M3, you get a much better build you quality get to rev and it up. that motor yeah. is just a thing of beauty. It's a way. And it, yeah, exactly. When it's revved up. Yeah. The, the, the other thing is the shifter well, you can get into gears all right, and it's fine. It's predictable, but it's not. It's predictable. Fun. It's just a crappy shifter. It's yeah. like super sloppy and loose, and um, floppy. It just has no mechanical feel to it. Yeah. So your your driving position sucks. The shifter sucks. Yeah. It it goes through turns really well, and it looks rad, and it accelerates, and it, and it goes all, it goes all sure. right. You yeah. know. Um. But besides that, I have a hard time like wrapping my head around why. I mean, I, I've not really, because I'm, I'm saying this, but I know why someone would like, you know, they watch this car, they, they play Gran Turismo and all this stuff and they played with this car and they love it. And it looks amazing, dude. And like, um, everywhere you go, you like form a crowd, right? Especially at cars and coffees and stuff like that. Uh, but I do think that it, it's like, it's a hard, it's at 50 grand. That's a, that's a gnarly proposition, dude. It's part, it's of, like, part of a bigger collection. It's definitely part of like I have a lot of money and I want this as my like whatever yeah. twelfth car. <laughs> I would like to see one that is just super dialed, you know, suspension setup, tires, uh, like yeah. uh, short shift kit, all those mm -hmm. things. What what it could do? Not, yeah, some good bushings. And not stuff. super rattly dash, all that stuff. I wonder really if that's, yeah. I wonder that's doable. Well, there's that one that just came out. That's Oh, we've the, been talking about singerized version, singerized yeah. Evo yeah. or whatever. So, as a counterpoint, um, and it's not even totally counter, but uh, when I got into it, so I've I've got a weird bug where since the Nurburgring, I'm like, I'm I'm less stoked on the vintage stuff, and I'm more stoked on just like something that's a good driver. And so I immediately got into it, and I was kind of like, I, where you know, this is totally my wheelhouse. Like, I love the cars. That, 
anything with rally pedigree is like top of the list for me. Um, and so, you know, on, on one hand, I'm, I'm very excited to jump in this and just see what it's about. Uh, but on, on the other hand, I get in and it's like, you know, compared to a WRX, like performance wise and dynamics wise, it's like, you know, this is just an old car and it's an old car that's worth a lot of money. Like instead I could have something that performs better and have the extra money to spend on tires or in gas or whatever. But, um, so I got in and it's like, you know, I, I, I was just immediately not really feeling the vintage thing. Like it's, it's for somebody else, not for me. Um, and, uh, that feeling stuck around for a does while. It feel, as I'm kind does of it feel it. fragile? in some ways because it's old yeah it's like you're about to you, you know at any, is it because at, it's old or is it because it's italian well, well yeah it could be I kind mean, of that's a like combo, that's like yeah. two double hit so because I mean, your e30 doesn't feel fragile no mine yeah that's true that's a good point my 944 doesn't feel fragile right um but i, I think mean, the rattles really the, have a lot to do with that where you're like the, yeah. re the reason why i said it feels old is because of the performance like you know you're talking about the shifter and just the power isn't really there and the handling it i i, I did find it like a, a weird combination of squishy and squirmy but then also pretty harsh you know we weirdly I, I don't know how it does that um but then uh I, I i got a pretty decent amount of seat time in it actually and uh by the end it was kind of switching for me and i you know uh, like i I started to, uh, but by the end, I, I, I felt differently about it where it was like, it was almost like that shifter and the long throws and the sloppy feeling was almost like a, a draw for me where, yeah. you know, and, and throwing it into the turns and kind of like feeling the squishiness and just like kind of right? get a feeling yeah. for this tiny, relatively lightweight car. Well, I guess that have, it had tiny tires. Yeah. The, the thing that stood out for me the most was that it felt like those tires were shit, even though I think they're pretty decent. They like it. I forgot like they, I don't better, remember what they were. Three of them are Pirelli P something. Oh yeah. It's a weird tire. But they're, he... they're tiny also. Two like they're 15s. 205s. I think. Two... I don't know. I hear it's not, it's no, no bigger than 215. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, but, uh, so, you know, like the, the tires were sticking out of my mind. Like I wanted to feel it on some good sticky tires, Dude, the, but that sense of side all that stuff you're saying is sense of occasion stuff, right? Because, because you want it, it you like feeling the car move around and it's, it's that feeling shifter of like, and stuff like it's, that. It's not great. Uh, but I'm learning the quirks and I'm learning how to drive with them yeah. and that there's reward in that. Like we've talked about. Yeah. And sometimes times. And, and being live, spending time with the car makes you like can make you appreciate it yeah more, right and yeah. and that happened within a span of a few hours right and yeah. so i can imagine that once you really get that doubt and you know amplified by any little tuning that you could do like getting shocks or yeah, yeah. the right tires uh you know it, it made it made the the back roads that i was driving more entertaining at, at reasonable speeds which is all the stuff that we like and um so it started to make sense for me more uh and it's almost like because it's not an E30 that's super solid and you're going to get a ton of grip around it and everything's going to be pretty predictable and there's a way to set those up and it works great. And, and yeah, but I mean, I, it would be tough. It would be a tough sell for me to just the Italian thing is, I don't know. I don't know. Part of it, like if it had, I mean, a, if it had a really legit motor that made screaming awesome sounds, I think that, that would, that would change be it. that would be like the mm -hmm. Halo car, like or you know, I the, can see that. the dream car. But I think you're right, Lane. Like 
and and you know speaking for art which we're doing about like that exhaust note which he likes like you know that wasn't there with this car but he didn't and specifically so, say he liked this exhaust note. no but i'm saying i know i know i'm it's, saying if his so he said he wanted he he told us he goes god i kind of want it yeah but i think it's pro, he also, i think he had a fun drive on a on a but he says smooth 50%. road <laughs> yeah i guess he did I, warn us and say it's not for rough roads yeah you know yeah Oh, did he? Yeah, he that. said don't. It's not a Tanita's Creek Road, is what he oh, said. Oh, right, so, right, right, right. Um, I, yeah, dude. It's I mean, cool I could piece. say that I didn't get a lot of time in it. I didn't um, either. I also didn't want a lot of time in it. Like when Brian picked it up, he's like, "You get enough time." I'm like, "I got enough." Yeah. It was. Just <laughs> I kind like, of felt the same way. It was just. I think that if you guys would have tilted the steering wheel, that would have made that would have helped a lot. Uh, I, didn't, I tried. I didn't yeah, realize it was the steering possible. wheel was definitely a problem. But also, just the leg position and stuff was not fun. Yeah. Uh, it also so different. just like drive that back to back with an old 911. It's like, God, such a difference. It's crazy, dude. Feel everything about it. I mean, in good, good and bad. I mean, they, yeah. they both have their, you know, advantages. Yeah. It's I think like, it was a very confident, confidence inspiring car. Oh, it definitely was. I, I can see how you could just go out and exactly, rip that. It's like, almost like a Miata where you can just throw it in anywhere in the corner. And yeah. It's not going to handle perfectly. Even better. It, but even like, better because they all will drive. Yeah. Drive you have that security. Totally. Yeah. I never felt like sketched and I was pretty comfortable quickly in it. Yeah, the, it braked well. Yeah. Um and and it had decent power, you know. I'd say it's like I really, think it was adequate power for I think it's like the really stuff close we do. to like the GT my GTI. But basically. the stuff we do in in our back roads and stuff, we're not we're not out for 150 mile an hour crazy performance. We're no. we're trying to get from corner to corner and have fun and No, it's a car it's did, a fun amount of power. It's really good well. By the way, uh I, I mentioned this before on the, the Coastal Range Rally North about driving the 944 Turbo, but it's I, I don't have a lot of experience with turbo cars, and it's difficult to drive them well in tight, twisty you, up You're out sections. of boost, yeah. Yeah, like just, you know, by the it was the same thing with the 944 Turbo. It's like by the time you get the boost and everything's good, then you're braking for the next tight and then turn, you have to... and right when you need boost, you're building boost, and yeah. it's, I, it's really, it's just, I'm sure, Absolutely, it's got to be driver skill and like just learning how to roll with that. Yeah, you just know have to but, know how to like roll on early and all that stuff. Yeah, right? and like you know, a left foot braking to keep a right foot on the. I don't know whatever the masters do, right? Don't but, you know what? But, don't get into the left foot braking. <laughs> well, I do. I mean, it was working with the nine forty four. I don't know, but I will say that it feels like a car perfectly set up for tight, twisty sections. But I was having a hard time driving it well in those conditions just because of the turbo and you know that's all on me right but it's just a a, a, a learning curve and I, I i just don't have enough seat time in a turbo car that's set up for like that yeah 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 i mean i guess we gave a pretty good it's <laughs> over more of it. i'm sure everyone's already tuned out everyone so. like yeah. no i think people are pretty interested like a lot of people this is their halo car and they've never driven one that's so i true. think hearing that's all true. of three of our like differing opinions can i also give my uh cars and coffee story yeah. So I drove it to Cars and Coffee, back roads from my house, and there's a weekly Cars and Coffee here in Capitola, uh, California, that is majority hot rods, old classics, stuff like that. And it's an old-timer kind of crew. So I pull up, and obviously it's a very unique car. No one's ever brought one, I bet. And um, I'm kind of late to the game. I think it's like crack of 8.30 and, or like 8 o'clock. And yeah, people it's an know early it's one. an early one. This is 7 a.m. This is a arrival. lame show. <laughs> oh, and you were late. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't. Anyway, so I, ba I back in, pull in, and I'm between a fucking who knows what the Challenger, Charger, and a C1 Corvette. 
and the Lance is in the middle, you know, it's kind of a sweet little picture. And, um, instantly as I park 10 white haired old timers shuffle their way towards me <laughs> as I'm <laughs> haven't even turned the engine off. I have like a crowd around the car and I'm like, Oh fuck. First question. <laughs> That's what you first did. question. What year is it? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, 88, 89, I think something like that. It's at a 91. Yeah. Um, what's the HF stand for? Don't, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Nope. I do not know. Why is there an elephant on there? Not sure. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Uh, how many? How much horsepower? I'm like 250-ish. I don't know. <laughs> but it's 215. Meanwhile, you're running away. <laughs> I did. I literally closed the car and I went to Starbucks. I was like, all right, have a good one. And then uh, I came back and this two guys specifically kept hovering, or like four guys kept kind of hovering around and talking to me about it. And then one guy said... Um, you know, it'd be really nice if you open the hood. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I, and you know what his reason was for opening the hood? Better pictures. Oh, oh come on. No. He wanted pictures of the motor. Huh. And he thought everyone else would too. Interesting. And he got his flip phone out. Hell yeah. He took some pictures. No way. Of it. <laughs> um, it's a tight engine bay too, by the way. If anyone's thinking of uh, working on Lancia's, uh, I could barely see the drive belt. It is tight yeah, in there you got intercooler hoses and it's yeah not much uh, room so that was kind of my experience with it um coming to like a public place yeah. and presenting it it was, yeah. it was fun though that's fun and uh, i definitely want to thank ken for the opportunity 100 percent. it's so ragging to drive all these things especially Dude. like this is a car like this one it's like <laughs> I, I, it's such an honor to like have this rally car that's like straight up. Yeah, I know. I almost legend. feel bad, like kind of talking shit about it, but it's not like he made the car, so it's all good. <laughs> and he might agree with us 100. percent Yeah, I don't know. So I, I picked up with my two daughters, and they went in it. They yes. were in the back seat and yes. stuff. They like, you know, they liked it. They thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, we go to my, we went to my brother's house, and uh, he was like walking from a neighbor's house up with his dog. And he's like, dude, that car's so ugly. What? Yeah. Really? Why? I don't know. He just thought it was ugly. What a hater. What yeah, and he's you? all, is this yours? I'm all, I'm driving. And he's like, you put those stickers on? I'm all, no, it's not mine, dude. Oh, the, the stripes? Yeah. <laughs> hater. It runs in the it. family. Yeah. Hate runs deep. Yeah. You got hate in your heart, let it out. The he's like, dude, it looks like an ugly golf. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that time. Yep. Can I reveal something that's embarrassing? You're wearing women's underwear. <laughs> I would never He's reveal wearing, that to you. He's wearing a woman's scarf around his <laughs> muffler. <laughs> um, when I was quizzed about this car, I did not know if Lancia was French or. Oh Italian. yeah, we had that discussion. Wow. <laughs> Oh, in hindsight, so... it seems a little obvious, but I just haven't dealt with Lencias a lot. Well, Lencias. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brian and I were talking Lencias? about it. Because I was telling Lencia Brian, I, I compare it to like the Renault Encore that I kind of first drove when I got Can my license. Renault. <laughs> Renault Encore. And I was all, I was and, all yeah, they're both I'm French. Like, but that's French. And he goes, no, this is French too. I'm like, I don't think so. And then he's like, but then you were questioning it too. Yeah, and I'm like, like ah, I, I don't yeah, know, actually. Yeah, um, yeah so... But it feels like um, it's like a down market European car, basically, is what, what my comparison was. You guys, you guys are classics, classics. Um, so in the 
current issue of Auto Week, there is an article about something near and dear to my heart. The Silver State Classic. Oh, dude, I just dusted off an award for that the last night. <laughs> oh, an award yeah. for for uh, What's your award? Attending? Par- participation yeah. award? The Silver State Classic is not the r- open road race. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you did it. Oh, yeah, I got participation. First, first place no, but you award. Did, you did Pony Express. I did several. You did Silver State, though? I, you I did, did the Pony Express. I did, I did several. And Battle Mountain. I think God damn, why do I remember matter. shit oh that I wasn't even God, there for? He's like questioning his whole existence I right know. now. No, I'm just saying the Pony Express, yes, but I think I I did several. I think the I think the other one Battle Mountain. the Silver State. I, Battle Mountain, I don't think so. I did the Silver State twice. Okay. Okay, anyways. I mean it makes sense that he would do it again, right? Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know why you're questioning it so hard. Because I didn't think I thought you did the other ones, which were I mean I did the Pony Express for sure. Yeah, and there's but, Battleground or Battle Mountain or something. What are these yeah. ones? What are you guys talking there's about? It's all the same thing. Open okay. open road There's racing. these open road races in in Nevada. There's several in Nevada and there's one in Texas, the Big Bend something. Um, these are like high speed things. This is a ninety mile race on a public highway that's closed down from Lund to Heiko, Nevada. You know, uh-huh. Heiko. Yeah, beautiful place. Lund. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> God. The, How the, could they close them down with all that tourist That's crap? the thing. It's very special. Very special. Um, State Route uh, 318, and it's 90 miles. There's three or four straightaways that are over 10 miles long. There's one section that goes through a canyon at the end of the, the road called the Narrows. And, like, if you were driving at 70 miles an hour you would barely know you were in on a turn but yeah. the fact that you're going 150 or more uh you you can tell i was so nervous about that when we got to that part of the track but the sure. course because i hadn't driven it it was all like google earth and then we get there and i'm like this is the narrows you know <laughs> just got yeah. to go through a canyon what was your average speed so we averaged 151 miles an hour in what in a supercharged dodge viper gts nice um, so that means on those straightaways, we're going like 180. Is that sketch as a passenger? Super sketch. Super, super sketchy. So I, I could not do that. The first time yeah, we, we did, did it. Yeah. I think I hit 170 something yeah. in that same car. Yeah. And then we did it in a 1956 Chevy convertible, the 110 mile an hour class, but I don't know what we were doing. Dude, you should see the GoPro footage. <laughs> no, it's not even GoPro. It's pre GoPro, I think, but it's. <laughs> footage oh it cracks me up so much it's, <laughs> i have no idea what you're gonna say right so now. <laughs> the, the 57 chevy is modified it has nitrous and a fucking big block but it looks from the outside like a fucking soda shop uh doo-wop 57 <laughs> yeah, chevy yeah, yeah convertible yeah convertible. but underneath the skin it's like full hot rod and it's got a roll bar convertible yeah. 57 chevy with a roll bar in it yeah so ridiculous and the footage is, is mounted to the roll bar, just looking forward with them driving in a convertible 57 Chevy on like a straight highway, like 100 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> nothing it, happens. It, with helmets, nothing happens. Helmets, yeah, the race is super boring. Right? Yeah. Devices, helmets, 57 Chevy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've got pace notes and all that. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like the straightest road ever. <laughs> um, heads just lo- slightly bobbing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I picture there's like, yeah, Jerry like I was yelling at each Elvis, other. Elvis, <laughs> uh, Elvis on the jukebox. Um, anyways, so did it twice. The first time we went out there, uh, there was it was a crazy race. We were in the first group to go, and one guy 
went in a Pantera. So these are all modified cars. All of them have like crazy shit going on. Arrow and superchargers and turbos and all this crazy stuff. And the Pantera went down. He's like a veteran of the track. The whole rear deck lid flew off the car at some point. He lost control, almost crashed it, ended up on the side of the road. We kept, we passed that guy. The next thing we come upon is another Dodge Viper, I think. I think it was another Dodge Viper GTS on its roof in flames. Whoa. And that was the owner, uh, the founder of Canon Air Filters, Jerry Mall. He crashed. And then we passed that guy. And then we're, <laughs> and we should have been. You don't stop to help. Or we anything. should have been red flagged for all this. Like at some point they should have stopped the whole race because it was so dangerous. We go along, we keep going and we're catching the car in front of us, which is a, la- a yellow Lamborghini Gallardo. And we shouldn't be catching him because, uh, aren't you not supposed to pass? Yeah. And, and isn't it like, that's the way they like, aren't you supposed out. to do like, if you're in the 110 class, you want to be as close to 110 as possible. Totally. Yeah. So and our, not over, right? Yep. If you go over, you fail. Yeah. So our, our telemetry we had was totally off by like five miles an hour or something weird, something weird happened where we were basically going way faster than we should have been to, to maintain this average speed, 150 miles an hour. And so we caught this guy. We're like about to pass him. And then all of a sudden the driver, Richard Shriver, who I'm navigating for goes to shift and there's no clutch, nothing. So what had happened is the the exhaust got so red hot that it boiled the clutch fluid uh, next to the headers. Whoa. And so he went to shift and the pedal was just like non-existent. Yeah, to the floor. Yeah. yeah. And so he tried to pull the car over on the side of the road, knowing that he couldn't shift anymore at like, hundred miles an hour. Oh shit. We were going like 170 and he went to like go onto the shoulder. Why don't you just keep driving? Well, because there's cars behind us and we can't, we couldn't drive anymore. Oh, and you we, had to shift. We, well, he was I basically thought you're like just cruising at 150. No, he's between like fifth and sixth gear. And so he was, I think he was stuck in sixth and then he was coming up to a turn and was like on the brakes and going to downshift. And then we kind of lost control. I'm not like off the road or anything, but when he went to downshift, nothing happened, you know? And so he was kind of coasting for a while and we're like, Oh fuck. And so he went to pull over and eventually 80 miles an hour is like almost on the shoulder. I'm like trying to get him to slow down on the road. And anyways, we pull over long story short, we're trapped in the desert for like four hours <laughs> because they couldn't come get us because the race was still act- The road was active. They you couldn't, couldn't get the, I mean, you couldn't just stick it in first gear and take off or something. There's no clutch. Yeah. You can get, you can bump and bump it. I mean, bump it in second. That maybe he yeah. probably started in third. But we, we couldn't, well, we couldn't maintain the speed needed to not get killed on the gotcha. road. Gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, once all the cars, all those cars pass, or is it? Yeah, yeah. So we waited, and they sent an airplane to like make sure we were okay, and then we got picked up, and the car, the car that picks us up, is a Ford Thunderbird, the last iteration. It's a two seater. There's three. Oh, no. like the sh- really shitty ones. Three, yeah. yeah, three humans in a. That's a good, sweet vehicle. Pretty rad. Ridiculous. They take us back. Why to would a, they send that car? The ever. only car in that section of the track that could come get us. Wow. And so then we jumped in that and went back to a motorhome, which was a timing guy, happened to be from Los Gatos, and uh, and in the car was Jerry Mall, the Canon founder who had almost just died in his Viper. Um, super long story. I could go on about that one, but. The next run, the next year, we did it again, and we completed it. 
uh, 151 miles an hour. Nice. So speed. you went over. So you didn't win, or you blew it. we did not. We did yeah. not win. And it was more of like we let's go have fun and do it. And if we get close, great. I think that's what a lot of people do, right? They 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 try and go so full out crazy down to like the hundredth of a second. Well, yeah. The cool thing about those events too is like 200 mile per hour club stuff, where it's like some of these guys. I remember when we were out there, uh, a um fourth gen camaro yeah is apparently very good for this sort of thing yeah and you just tape off all the seams you do well, low ask, uh, air dams ask blaine i know that's how blaine fab that's how he got started was the same thing yeah um uh but yeah you just get all the air dams and you just pump up the horsepower like crazy and this dude <laughs> I remember it's a very, he was like he was there with his trophy wife and he was just joint you know getting into the 200 mile per hour club it's and, a very cool event too because it starts in ely nevada which is a fairly good sized little town they have casinos and stuff and you know stuff <laughs> um and they have a little parade with all the cars go through town they hand out candy to all the kids there's boy scouts and stuff they have a car show in the park uh there's also like the day before the race there's a one mile shootout which is another road that's just out in town way closer to everything and they close it down and you do a zero to a hundred to zero as fast as you can you know and we did that as well um it's just a it's a crazy thing that still exists and it's not very hard to do i think especially in the 100 mile an hour class or something or i don't know what it what it starts at but um there's like stock cars yeah i mean i think i remember like you can't just go in there your first time and go i want to be on the 150 no, mile no, you like can't. you have to build you your, your way, way up, up. Yeah. yeah and that's good because people show up in a new z06 or what have you and want to go fast and the car yeah. will do it but yeah they won't let you until you've moved up but my trivia question is uh the current record for unlimited speed this is a 90-mile public road, and two guys have a an ex-NASCAR Monte Carlo that they have adapted to this race. They've done it quite a bit, and they set the unlimited speed class. So that goes up to 150, uh, and I think to 170, and then after that, it's unlimited. So and in those average speed, average speed over 90 miles of public road. So this is not a race course. This is not a, a a banked oval. This is a road There's with no good runoff. No, this is a road with cracks and and yellow lines and dots. Crown and this, you know, the it's crowned. It's crowned and it has crazy undulations and dips that you would feel at seventy, and you really feel it at oh one fifty. Yeah, it's got paint. How is know? this legal? It's amazing. It's amazing. It's Nevada. It's Nevada, dude. And imagine there's ninety miles of highway that they can just save. It's crazy. Yeah, they can else. just close down. There's nothing out there. Three three straightaways over ten miles long. Wow. That's Come nuts. over a hill and you as far as you can see the horizon is a straight. Hammer down. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Dude. Wow. So what do you think these guys have averaged? And it's insane because average, you're still going right. through I'm using air quotes, the narrows at the end of the course. Which and you gotta get up to speed and everything. Yeah, and there's there's definitely turns and some uh, like line of sight you lose going over these hills. So you're not gonna be like, I mean, two hundred and seven, two oh seven, which feels crazy to me. Okay, because I think when people are joining the two hundred mile per hour club, that's like you know a spot. Of, yeah, you know they hit over two hundred. Yeah, 
um, one ninety eight. Two nineteen point six four miles an How hour. How is that in average? They have to be That's going like two hundred and forty. Like those dude, like like India. The ovals only they only do like two thirty five or they, something, right? On or a two... ninety mile highway, two lane highway in the middle of Nevada, these guys That's are taking insane. a NASCAR Monte Carlo and averaging two twenty. How is that? It's like a five thousand dollar car. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, they... I'm exaggerating a little So anyways, look at the current issue of Auto Week if you have it. Um, Silver State Classic is gnarly, and uh, I'm stoked to have done it twice. And it's funny, when I got the, the call to do it, my friend Dave Lawrence had been offered. It's one of his customers, and um, he had built that 57 Chevy and all this other stuff. And the guy needed a navigator, so we asked Dave, and Dave had just had a kid, and... And it was like, he calls me, says, hey, um, Richard asked me to be his navigator for Silver State. And I'm like, and my first reaction was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, how, you're so fucking lucky. That sounds awesome. He's like, well, hey, idiot, I can't, I'm not <laughs> yeah, going to, I'm calling you. I'm not going to do yeah. it. I can't do it. So do you want to do it? And I was like, hell yeah. So would you do it again? Yeah. You have a, you have a kid now. You're yeah, married. I would do it again. I would do it again. The car was incredibly safe. I mean, he was all, he was like way advanced on the safety stuff. He had like fireproof socks and Hans devices and full roll cage. And so I felt pretty good about that. Um, but he's, he's older now and I'm not sure if he's still in that, that world. At least I haven't talked to him in a little while. Uh, then yeah, Brian took over for me and I don't remember what happened. I, I might've just been busy or something. And yeah, there, there was, was some, event. I think there was some event that was happening that you couldn't do it that particular weekend. Yeah. So. And he wanted to do it. And I was like, Oh, I got a yeah. guy. I got a dummy for you. Cause yeah. if I'm not dumb enough to do it, then this yeah. guy definitely will Let's call him up. So yeah, then like, we, yeah. he's a great guy. He was a really, really yeah, cool Richard's dude. Awesome. He's, he's a great little collection guy. He raced Dodson, uh, original mini yeah. uh, on like SCCA. Well, his team name, a team zip tie or something like right. that, or team bungee cord. Or and something, he had it was hacking stuff. Together. One of my favorite Richard Shriver stories is that his he had a house in Scotts Valley and he was a police officer there, but they had a little like a big backyard and they built a dirt replica of Laguna Seca for go kart racing. Oh, that's so rad! With like a corkscrew and everything. Dude, that is so cool. And they would just mob it. Oh, I was so stoked to hear that. Oh, how fun would that be? Yeah, that's it. So that's nice. a podcast. Later. Um, shout out to BRZO who's in the uh, the week. Yeah, magazine. I actually have the cool. the week at my house. But what I is yeah. the week? I never even heard of it. They just it's like an auto different... week for news. <laughs> they just compile a bunch of different mm -hmm. stories. It's, it's good. Show differing opinions and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah, a lot of people see that. Yep, legitimizes it. What we already know. Yeah, yeah. B R Z O. That's not even a paid endorsement. Phil, hook us up. Give us some money. Free apps for you. I don't even know what that, what that means. <laughs> Give us one dollar per mention. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we need. There you go. Um, I've been using it a lot actually, and uh, it's great. Hey yeah, Phil, you could just great. go on Patreon uh -huh. and uh, be a Patreon. At Patreon.com/slash Driving While Awesome. Should we tell them about that five hundred dollar donation? Yeah, level? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can. You know, we have set. Per month. We have tiers, but you can put any dollar amount you want in there. I per like month. it, Lane. I like it. All right, that's yeah. an episode. That's a podcast. Thanks for joining us. Art will be here next week, hopefully. Cars and Coffee, November tenth. Mm -hmm. Check it out. And we'll uh, see you all in SEMA. Oh, that's right. Live. 
DWA podcast in the Magnaflow booth on Thursday from three to four, I believe. See us there. Come say hi. Hit us see up. you there. We'll be on stage podcasting. Podcast. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. November 10th, right on your calendars, we might do a Carson Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Most until we, likely. Until we find out something else is going on. No. Yeah.